All right. I'm Zion, and we are once again back with Mark to discuss the ending in our final podcast about the Fellowship of the Ring. Yep. And uh, just kick it off right away. What do you think about the summary, Zion? Give us a little one. Summary. Yeah. So, a summary of what happened since we last spoke is that Gandalf finds slightly burned books among a lot of broken armor and items in Balin's tomb. In the books, he finds an account of Balin's last few days, highlighting him and his group being hunted down by Sauron's forces. The Fellowship then begins to leave the tomb when a loud drum noise, followed by what seems like thousands of footsteps rumble rumble below them. They try to make it to the west chamber, but are blocked by a troop of orcs. Frodo begins to stab at them, and the orcs are soon taken down by the Fellowship. Gandalf holds the door shut with a spell, but feels a counterspell on the other side. Gandalf and the group quickly run towards the lower halls, where they are led to the area where they are to leave Moria. The mines, that is. But Gandalf encounters another wizard named Balrog, who swings at Gandalf with a fiery sword. Gandalf casts a spell to break the bridge, causing Balrog to tumble to the depths. (laughs) But not before he grabs Gandalf's ankles, taking him down with him. Gandalf tells the Fellowship to run out of there, and they continue to run for a little while, while after exiting the mines of Moria. Since Gandalf is lost, Aragorn assumes lead of the Fellowship. He leads them towards an elf forest. As they arrive, Boromir becomes worried, as the name of the forest comes with many bad stories to his species of men. The elves find the men, but take them into their town high in the trees. When the night falls... Many orcs run through the forest in search of the Fellowship. One small, pale creature is seen by Frodo, but he is unable to make out what or who it is. They leave in the morning, but the elves insist Gimli must be blindfolded because the elves and dwarves get along, don't get along. Aragorn suggests that everyone blindfolds, and they agree, and the elves take the Fellowship to their queen, Lady Galadriel. Once they arrive, the queen demands their masks be removed, and they are. The beauty of the forest that they're in is unmatched, and an elf takes Frodo and Sam high up in the trees, where they can see out for hundreds of miles. Later that night, the fellowship is taken towards the biggest city in the forest, known as Callis. Galadhan. They are brought to the Lord and Lady and they converse for some time. The company rests and stays for days in the city. The entire fellowship experiences thoughts of temptation to return home, but insists on continuing on as they grieve for Gandalf. Since he died, apparently died or is lost. Frodo notices a ring on the Lady's finger 
which she explains is one of the three elvish rings of power. Frodo then explains that if he destroys his ring, then every ring's effects would cease to work. Lady Galadriel explains that she already knows that and prefers that to Sauron taking rule over all of Middle-earth. Frodo offers her his ring, but she denies, noting that she would be corrupted by the ring as well. Which is similar to what we talked about in our first podcast of how the ring essentially corrupts whoever takes a hold of it. The next day, the Fellowship set off away from Callus Galadhan, and Lord Celeborn gives each member the option to stay in the city, but they deny it, staying persistent on the task. They don't know where they should go next, but they don't have to decide yet as they float down the great river with the boats the elves gifted to them. Suspiciously, suspiciously, Boromir shows a reluctance to destroy the ring at all. The elves gifted the Fellowship some things, including lembas, which are wafers that can give one a day's worth of energy. The Lord and Lady have one final meal with the Fellowship before they wish them well and watch them sail down the river. The company swiftly passes down the river without interruption for a couple of days. The company sees a creature looking at them and connects the dots to figure out that Gollum has been following them. Frodo keeps watch and sees a small creature swim towards them, but as they draw their swords, he seems to disappear. The next day, they suddenly find themselves in the rapids of Sarn Gebir where they have to quickly turn around to escape. They hear orcs' arrows flying over their heads and continue to the shore, and they see a dark creature approaching in hide. Legolas, which is the archer elf, shoots down a creature flying overhead with his bow, and they do not get bothered by the orcs for the rest of the night. Boromir tries to convince the group to go to a place called Minas Tirith, but they decide to keep going along the river. They are led to the gates of Argonath, which is a passage between two steep cliffs with two massive statues on top. The river ends and the Fellowship is forced to either travel to Minas Tirith or to Mordor. That night, Aragorn feels sick and wakes up while Frodo is keeping watch. Aragorn asks him to take his sword out, which is faintly glowing, indicating that orcs are nearby. In the morning, Aragorn says it it is Frodo's decision where the ring is to go, but Frodo doesn't really know. Frodo walks away and tries to figure it out while Boromir secretly follows. Boromir tries to convince Frodo to go towards Minas Tirith and to keep the ring as a weapon to use against Sauron, but Frodo disagrees. Boromir is very angry about this and urges to try and get the ring. He lunges towards Frodo, but Frodo uses the ring for security and vanishes. Boromir falls to the ground and raps, realizing he has given into the temptation for the ring's power. Frodo continues to run away to a high point and can see Sauron's tower in Mordor. 
he removes the ring so that the great eye cannot see him. But the ring has already began to corrupt the company, getting into Boromir's head. Frodo slips on the ring again and goes back to the rest of the company. While he is returning, the company is nervous on what choice Frodo will make. Boromir returns and tells the group that he scared Frodo off, but doesn't tell them that he tried to get the ring. The Fellowship calls out for Frodo, and Aragorn says they should separate and look for him. He goes with Sam and Boromir, goes with Merry and Pippin. Aragorn tells Sam they are in danger, and Sam tries to follow after him but loses sight. Sam stops and figures that Frodo is going to one of the boats, thinking he'll want to go to Mordor alone. Sam dashes to, sh to the shore and sees a boat on the river on its own. Sam swims after it, and Frodo brings him in. Frodo is really happy that Sam is coming along with him as they go towards Mordor. Mordor. All right. Mark. So what are your final impressions? Honestly, the ending of the book was kind of a letdown. It is kind of like the first book, so I'll cut it some slack. But I don't like how my favorite character, Gandalf, was, you know, seemingly killed in his effort to protect the rest of the company because he like i mentioned he was my favorite character with the amount of you know first of all he's a wizard and second of all he's like he's kind of like a father of the whole group he's kind of like the wise old guy that everybody sees is almost like you know we should listen to this guy he he has some insight i didn't enjoy how um the fellowship kind of broke up towards the end of how, you know, I mean, like, I kind of understood why Boromir tried to, you know, have, like, the ring cause out for a lot of temptation, but um, I, I think it's, I wish that, like, they would have found, like, Aragorn instead of Sam would have found him, and then, like, this is just my own personal, like, this is what I wish happened. I wish they found him, and then Frodo, like, took off the ring and then explained to him that, like, Yo, Boromir just tried to screw me over and take this for his own power. And then, you know, the group has to deal with each other. Like, the group instantly starts questing, questioning all of each other. And they're like, you know, what if this guy is trying to get power? What if Gimli or what if Legolas are trying to get power? Like, what if, you know, what if the group turns against each other? I, I feel like it's kind of lame how Frodo is going to Mordor alone and Frodo is obviously not capable of protecting himself like even with the ring's power even if frodo were to just have the ring like sauron's forces can see him with the ring on so you know especially in sauron's like big fortress it's not a good idea that frodo is just going to be by himself with nobody else there uh I, what did you think mark it was very um I kind of thought it was like a masterpiece in a way. I was just like, took you to another world almost. It was just completely like different. I liked it a lot. And like the fact that there's so many books and that there's like prequels and all that stuff, it just is, I kind of find it amazing how this one author was able to do all this. 
Nice, man. Good for you, man. I'm glad you like it. <laughs> Alrighty, y'all. Those are our final impressions of the Fellowship of the Ring, and we appreciate you for listening to our podcast. And thank you so much for listening. This is Zion and Mark, and we will see you later. Bye-bye.